Hey, what's up, guys? It's Pizza Mine. This is Bryce here, and today we got Paxos and Token Card. We're going to give you the 101 on what the heck is going on. We're managing thrust here today at Crypto 101 and going right into a safe landing with a stable coin. Yes. Pax is a super interesting stable coin run by the Paxos Financial Institution, one of the first financial institutions to actually gain the status of a trust company in New York after the financial crisis. These guys are OG, as in original gangster, as in from the ground up. These guys built a lot of the infrastructure. Including ItBit, the exchange. Exactly, including ItBit, the exchange, which is one of the most reputable exchanges in the business. They've got a whole super robust custody arm for other financial institutions. What is custody at a high level? It's basically insurance and a third party to store and manage the safety of your crypto assets. And it's something that certain institutions require that they don't actually hold the assets and also trade them, so you'll need a custodian. So they're going to get all into that. And our other guest is Token Card. What, what, do you, what do you know about Token Card? I know that I can allegedly buy stuff with their card when their product's built. All right, yeah. Basically, what Token Card is that you could spend your crypto anywhere, and the implications are super far-reaching. But the question is, like, do you really want to spend your crypto? That's the question I get asked the most. Like, why would you want to spend your crypto? Isn't the whole idea that it goes up over time? I don't know. What do you think about that? I think people have to use it to spend it in order for it to have value. So right. it's a yeah. self-fulfilling prophecy one way or the other. There needs to be an ecosystem. So people are saving to eventually spend, saving to eventually spend, but it has to be useful. It's got it's to be a, a cycle. And, and, you know, I want to spend ideally when prices are going down, right? Get rid of it when prices are going right. down, start to accumulate more of it when prices go up. Not financial advice. Not financial advice. So, but timing the market is hard. Nobody could actually do that. So I think spending crypto actually keeps you at a level head so you don't get too emotional when prices are going and you think you always have to top tick the market or bottom tick the market. That's right. Um, These are just tools. Yeah, They're exactly. all just tools. Don't get attached to them. They're not your sports teams. They're not your siblings. They're, they're cryptos. They're just cryptos. All just right. Well, let's get into it. This is still part of our hybrid series where Matthew Aaron is going to be conducting the interview and we're going to send you guys on your way after the show. Charles Cascarilla, CEO and founder of Paxos. Welcome to Crypto 101, sir. Uh, thanks a lot for having me. I'm uh, happy to be here. And I'm happy to have you here. So I'd like to just get right down to it. And first, tell me a little bit about yourself, sir. Uh, yeah, sure. I've spent my whole career in financial services. I've spent most of it as um, actually an investor in financial services companies. Started my own asset management company and uh, came across Bitcoin back in uh, May of 2010. So nine years wow. ago now. Yeah, a long time ago. You tell me you bought it back in 2010. I, I I bought it and I was mining it as well. Believe it or not. Oh, with, dude, uh, just a score. Uh, yeah, just with uh, computer CPUs and then eventually uh, some GPUs. So it was kind of the good old days. And uh, I really loved the idea of how a decentralized platform could change financial services. I knew mm -hmm. all these problems in financial services from being an investor and from having my own asset management company. Mm -hmm. But um, I didn't see what could be a real solution coming out of the crisis. And certainly more regulation and more capital and too big to fail institutions didn't seem like a solution to me. And I saw uh, the Bitcoin and blockchain as a potential solution. And that led us to start Paxos. And what, and what does Paxos do, sir? Yes. So Paxos is really, I think, uh, pretty unique in the space. We were the first company to form a trust company in the state of New York. And that was in May of 2015. And that's when I came in as CEO. And the idea was, hey, we will create financial market infrastructure by being a regulated trust company. So we can hold people's assets. That's crypto, cash, commodities, stocks and bonds. And we can put them into the blockchain. And I mean the blockchain because we're blockchain agnostic. Ultimately, we generally put things onto the Ethereum blockchain now. And the idea is now 
now you have assets in a decentralized system that can move around in a much more efficient and democratized way. And that's what Paxos is about. And real quick, can you define a trust co- company? What is it? Just give me a quick one-on-one on what a trust company is. Yeah, I mean, and uh, it can be a little bit confusing because a trust company doesn't have the word bank in it, but it's very much like a bank. And so we're organized under New York banking law, believe it or not. We have regulatory capital. We have regulatory exams where the regulator comes in and looks at everything for four to six weeks. We have regulatory filings we make quarterly. So we're very much like a bank in that respect. But the big difference is when we hold our clients' assets, we're holding them in a bankruptcy remote way. So if Paxos fails, our clients' assets are safe. When a bank holds your assets, they're going and lending them out. So you make a deposit to a bank, the bank turns around and actually makes a loan. And if the bank fails, you could lose your money. That doesn't happen with Paxos. So that's actually, believe it or not, safer to have your money in a trust company than it is in a bank. So this is the case of it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, it's not a duck. (laughs) <laughs> in a way, I think actually it's exactly what the name says. So it says trust company because it's something you can trust. Gotcha. Gotcha. So how does this tie to blockchain and cryptocurrency? Like, so what are you doing with that and a trust company? And you go through different assets, not just blockchain and cryptocurrency? That's right. So we're not just a crypto custodian or a blockchain company. We're certainly about crypto, but we're also have our own stable coin, which is about us holding cash. We're launching a gold token. We hold commodities for for clients and we can hold stocks and bonds for clients. And in fact, we do that as well. So the idea for us is we're asset agnostic. The whole point is we can take your different types of assets and be able to put them into a blockchain to enable them to move in a much more efficient and open way, which I think is really powerful. And it creates access to the financial system that otherwise wouldn't exist. And probably one of the products we're best known for is our PAX US dollar token, which is a stable coin backed by US dollars. And our clients send us cash. We hold the cash in FDIC bank accounts or T-bills. And then we give them tokens for the cash they sent us, which they're now able to freely send around to anybody who has an Ethereum wallet. So I call it the transforming assets from where they exist now in the legacy financial system and putting them into the new and very inspiring blockchain-enabled financial system. A couple of questions came out of that. The first question is, what are the different assets that you are entrusted with? And how is that different than, again, like a bank. And then you just said about the PAX USD token and you take the USD, you have PAX tokens that's backed by USD, but the USD is kept in a bank uh, that's federally insured. So if that bank goes down, that means that you actually do lose some of the US dollar assets that you have backing that PAX token? So I think the point of what we can do is we're we're able to hold different types of assets. We have not just a trust company, but we have follow-on regulatory approvals that we've gotten that enable us to hold different types of assets. So examples being that we have a full account at the depository trust company, and that's where all the stocks and bonds in the US are held. We have an account at the national settlement system, which is through the Federal Reserve. We have a full access to the SWIFT network, which is how banks communicate messages between each other. And uh, we have a variety of others. And we have some more that are in the works. And so this basically allows us to have access to where current financial assets sit in the financial system and access to the messaging in the financial system so that we can take those assets and hold them for our clients 
and put them into a blockchain to enable them to move them anywhere they'd like to move them. And uh, so we do that with dollars today. We're launching a gold token. We do it with um, U.S. equities right now. So there's a lot of different products that we have, and some of them have just been in development and are going into production. So we'll be talking about them a little bit more over the next, say, two or three months. Uh, there's a lot of exciting news for us to come out. But specifically, one of the products that we launched last year, and it's now the most traded stablecoin after Tether, is our stablecoin PAX USD. And the way that's set up is a client sends us cash and we sweep the cash into an account that enables the cash to be held at the $250,000 limit across thousands of banks. And so there's no commercial bank risk that is being taken by the cash that we're holding. And if there's cash that exceeds the limit of that sweep account function, we hold it in U.S. government T-bills. And those are basically something we can sell on the same day. And they mature generally uh, in one week or less. And so you're basically buying UST bills. And those are, again, US government credit risk, just like the FDIC insured accounts. So we're not taking any commercial bank risk. That's the really the key point uh, here. Mm -hmm. We're holding your cash. If Paxos fails, your cash is safe. If banks fail, you're safe. If the US government fails, well, there could be a problem. But I think, you know, we're gonna have bigger problems than what happened to your T-bills. Gotcha, gotcha. Quick question about your PAX USD. Tether has been under a lot of heat and a lot of fire because they, a lot of people say that there's just printing Tether, that it's not backed by anything. Hmm. Are you audited? Is it proven that your PAX is one-to-one with USD and you have all that cash to back it up? Yeah, I think what we're really proud of is the regulatory approvals and uh, frankly, just the lengths we've gone to create independent oversight. So I'll give you a number of different ways in which we have oversight of what we're doing. Uh, we have an independent board of directors. Includes Sheila Baer, who ran the FDIC, Bill Bradley, who is a senator from New Jersey, Duncan Niederauer, who was the CEO of the New York Stock Exchange, Bob Hertz, who is the chairman of FASB. So we have a, a great independent board of directors. We are regulated by the Department of Financial Services. When we launched our PAX US dollar coin, the regulator had to approve it. So we submitted an application, they approved it. And so it's actually a regulated product. On top of that, we have independent auditors that on a monthly basis check the value of our bank account and the number of tokens to see that they are uh, completely equal one-to-one, which is different from Tether. Uh, We also have independent auditors that verify all of our controls and processes that are in place, and that's Grant Thornton. And we have a financial auditor, which is Deloitte & Touche. So we have an enormous amount of oversight and controls that we put in place in order to create confidence in our customers that what we're doing is accurate and verifiable and trustworthy. The definition of a trust company, you already said, is that you are shielding yourself from, say, bankruptcy of the bank or any kind of collapse of a bank. People's funds are safe. But the definition of a trust company comes from the legacy of trust companies being set up. So I assume that you're not doing anything different than anybody else that is a trust company. So then why would people want to do business with you and not one of the more established trust companies? Yeah, I think one of the key reasons people want to work with us is because we're actually native to crypto. And we're also very much a technology company. And crypto is about technology. Building a modern trust company and a modern financial system is about being able to build technology products 
And so half our company are actually in engineering and product, something we're really proud of. Uh, so we're not a financial services company. We're a financial institution that's building financial products. And so you want to work with us because you want to have access to reliable, great technology. But at the same time, you want to work with someone who you know is regulated and trustworthy. And the Venn diagram of companies that fit both those categories is really close to zero. And, uh, you know, I think we're trying to really reimagine what the financial system can look like while also being regulated. What does your fees look like? I assume that people, when they entrust you with their assets, digital or otherwise, that you will take a fee. How are you competitive in, the, in that regard? Yeah, well, we have terms and conditions. We try to be really transparent about our pricing. Actually, if you look at our products, you know, we try to always be competitive about pricing level. So we have different types of products. In the case of PAX US dollars, we don't charge a redemption fee. We don't charge a creation fee. We don't charge any transaction fees. We earn money because we earn interest on the balances, but we don't charge any fees of any kind. We don't have any limits on redemptions. We've actually redeemed now more tokens, PAX USD tokens, than any other stablecoin competitor combined, aside mm-hmm. from Tether. So we're really proud of how easy we make it for people to redeem their tokens for cash. We think that's actually probably the most important feature we have, which is very fast redemptions, because we want people to know that their tokens equal cash in a real way. And we have other products. We have the IPIT exchange. We have really competitive pricing. We don't charge small retail any differently than we charge large institutions, meaning if someone comes into our order book and they put... This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
put in an order, they get a rebate just like if you're a large market maker, the exact same rebate. Right. Um, if you don't change that much on us, you might pay a higher take fee, but you can easily get paid to trade on our platform. No other exchange in the world offers that to retail investors. I, we're really proud of that. I don't think that a lot of average consumers understand what you can do for them. So if I was an average consumer, if I was a mom and pop, if I was, you know, Joe truck driver or what have you, how would you tell them very simply and briefly, please, that Paxos can work for them? What can they do with it? And why would they think about using you? I'm not sure this is for the average consumer yet. And the reason is there's only so much places you can use crypto. But if you're a crypto user, there's a lot we can do for you. And so uh, we work every day to make crypto get to the level of functionality where it can help the average mom and pop. Uh, I'm not sure if crypto's there yet. I think everyone in crypto probably would admit that too. But if you said, hey, I'm thinking of getting into crypto, I want to like be able to be part of this new world, we can absolutely help you. So my last question, and if we can make this brief, please, is with every exchange, with every, <laughs> with almost every exchange so far besides Coinbase, surprisingly, there's always been problems with custodial services. There's always been problems with uh, hacks or people dying or corruption or, you know, um, just dishonest people. It's always easy to say we are regulated by the federal government. We have followed the uh, the rules of, you know, some sort of uh, operations or we, we, ha- we are insured or FDIC or SEC or the, these kind of terms and say, oh, give us your confidence. But in crypto, we have always seen that that doesn't mean much. We have seen SEC regulated or Reg A companies kind of go under or scam people. We have seen exchanges get hacked. We have seen people exit scam no matter what they claim to be. Why would people trust you with their crypto? Yeah. Well, first thing is I don't think that regulation guarantees anything. What I think it does do is gives you a baseline to understand where someone is operating from right? We could never have the issues that Mt. Gox had because we're regulated, but we could absolutely have issues. Anyone could have issues. Um, I even believe Coinbase has had issues around control and safety. Now, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't trust Coinbase now. What it really, you really have to do is say, what it holistically are you doing to have a layered approach to security and to how you approach security? And so uh, I think if you look in general, the far and away, the biggest hacks, the biggest losses, the biggest problems have absolutely come from unregulated entities. Lehman Brothers was regulated. They almost took down the financial system. So regulation doesn't mean that it's just something you should trust blindly. You still have to make more assessments of who's running it, what the team is, and what they're capable of doing. And that's ultimately what creates the level of confidence for you to be able to hold your assets with somebody. Uh, you know, you're, it's just like you buy a car. Uh, there's lots of regulations around a car, but you're still making a decision about which one you think is best. Gotcha. Gotcha. Last question. Where can people find you? Give us some links, give us some Twitter handles. And uh, yeah. Uh, Paxos.com. Come to our website. It's really simple. P-A-X-O-S. We're open to everybody. We're really proud of the services we have. And we have a way of being able to help people who have a lot of experience or people who are just learning. Charles, thank you very much for coming on Crypto 101, sir. Thank you. Mr. Mel Gilderman, CEO and co-founder of Token Card. Welcome to Crypto 101, sir. Hello, Matthew. Um, it's, uh, it's good to speak to you. And have, hello, everyone listening to Crypto 101. Thank you for uh, having me on. Absolutely, absolutely. I, we had a little bit of uh, miscommunication with the times and time zones. You, we were, you were trying to hop on at 3 a.m. And now we, you're up at 
at 11 p.m. your time. So I have to say that if anybody's looking for a committed CEO to a company that stayed up to 11 p.m. to have a conversation with Crypto 101, here's your man. Well, crypto never sleeps. So uh, I guess it's uh, par for the course. <laughs> <laughs> so before we go into Token Card, Token Card 101, tell me a little bit about yourself, sir. So I founded Token Card about two years ago with my co-founder, David. I've always been incredibly, ridiculously passionate about technologies that could change the world. So um, my first company was when I was 15. It was this algae biofuel company. And um, I hoped I could like tackle like climate change issues with that. At some point, um, I did some other stuff. And at some point, I was, uh, I was at university and I, I was studying aerospace engineering. And this Bitcoin thing, it came on my radar and it just completely obsessed me. So by the end of that year, I was known at the university as like Bitcoin kid, basically. People are like coming to me at lectures, like asking me about all the stuff related to Bitcoin. I would explain to them. And basically, I didn't like focus much of my study at all. Instead, this had become my life. And so, yeah, I like left university <laughs> basically to travel the world on Bitcoin. Like I canceled oh, wow. all my bank accounts. And um, so did you get a uh, Bitcoin rich and counts uh, and travel on your gains or were you just was it like a, some, one of those like things where you said, I'm just going to get Bitcoin and travel trying to only spend Bitcoin like personal achievement things? Bitcoin rich, not crazy rich or anything. So if there's any tax people listening, there's nothing here. But um, I'm just kidding. Yeah, like, no, no I, 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 I really believed in the Bitcoin vision that like we were promised in the early days, right? In like 2013, the idea was alive and well that Bitcoin could potentially replace currency, right? That like 10 years from today, we would like all be using Bitcoin. And so I, I like actually tried to live that, right? Like I went across Asia with just the Bitcoin wallet in my phone. You know, basically within a week, obviously it's quite clear that it's not really going to work. And mm. adoption of Bitcoin hasn't actually changed even since then that much. You know, it's just not happening. And so, but I, I did become part of the industry through my experiences with that because the industry was so small back then. Um, and, I, and I think everything I learned trying to live off Bitcoin is now being represented in our product, Token Card. What we've built is literally a way for people to actually live the real, in this case, Ethereum life, like properly, right? What is Token Card and how does it relate to your journeys? Tell us the history. Yeah, so Token Card really is a decentralized bank account for Ethereum. Legally, I can't say bank account because that has regulatory implications in that it's insured and all this stuff. But in like a practical sense, it really is everything you need to actually live a life on Ethereum. So like cancel your Barclays or like your Bank of America or wherever you are and like be able to have Ether and your tokens in your own control. You're not giving it to us, right? It's decentralized. It's a DeFi decentralized finance app but still be able to use them in the real world because we have this Visa token card, right? And the way that it works is that we have a wallet, which is a, a full-on Ethereum wallet, right? Meaning that you generate your own key and we actually take it to the next step. You also deploy your own smart contract. You literally have this bank vault smart contract on the Ethereum network that you own, literally the code, you know, in the owner part of the code at the top. It's your address when you generate on your phone. And from that Ethereum smart contract bank account, you can literally send Ether or, or any number of tokens to basically to our service, to the token card service, which is in our back end, right? It's just this, this address in Ethereum. Anytime you send to that, we immediately top up your Visa debit card, your Visa token card with the amount that you sent, right? At like exchange rate prices. And so this way you can go from having 
let's say, Maker DAI, Maker DAO's DAI or, or MKR tokens or Digix Gold or BAT tokens or whatever you have, having that in your own control one second and then about three blocks later, <laughs> so like anywhere between like 30 seconds and a minute, you can literally have it on in the form of pounds or euros or dollars on an actual uh, debit card, right? And you can spend that immediately. And that's amazing. How does that transaction happen? So I'm sitting there running around with my DAI or my Ether or whatever, and then I want to go spend it somewhere, whatever, at Mossburger. Yeah. Uh, how, how does that work? So in our app, you can click the top-up button, which is on the card screen. And what you're literally doing when you click the top-up button, it's literally the same as doing a regular Ethereum transaction, only you're sending it to a specific address, which is uh, our backend, essentially. And, you know, you're literally just sending Ether or, or whatever token over the network to us. And then the moment we receive it, after three blocks, our system waits. And the, whatever amount you sent, we convert that to pounds or dollars. Whatever we want. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let me, let me get this straight. You are holding a cash reserve. That's my first question. And if not, you're, you're selling it instantly to your point of contacts for that money. Um, yeah. And also, the other question is, how do you manage the risk that you're putting yourself under of having that volatile currency? Is yeah. there a huge spread that I'm selling? So, if, for example, if my one Ether is worth 200, am I actually sell, selling it for maybe 180 and you guys are taking a $10 cut? Yeah, so the way our system works is that we have multiple floats. Let's say you're topping up one Ether to your card. That Ether that you sent isn't the one we're selling, right? We have Ether ready to go on an exchange that the moment we receive your Ether... Another Ether on our exchange is being sold instantly. So we don't take any exposure risk to volatility, as you say, because we just don't want to bear that risk. You know, it's just a treasury management function where there's always like Ether ready to go. And we just, you know, everything moves one step at a time in synchrony, if that makes sense. Right. So then if I sell 100 of Ether then I get $100. Simple. Yeah, that, that's right. Minus the 1% licensing fee that our token holders receive. That's the only fee we're taking in the current setup. Dope, dope. Philosophical question. We got to make this brief, but I, ha I want to ask this. Is how feasible do you think your product is? Obviously, there's people now who are like way too exposed to crypto, right? That most of their money is in Ether already, and so they'd love to spend it. But this isn't what we really set out to do. We founded this project on the basis of the idea that like five years from today, there would be this growing synergetic economy being built on top of Ethereum, right? Ethereum is this platform. It's not the product. You know, Bitcoin was the product, but Ethereum isn't the product. It's a platform on top of which you can build cool products. And we're certainly witnessing the birth of this completely new phenomenon, which we call the Ethereum economy. We see it as the successor to the old world economy as it exists today. And we don't necessarily foresee people using Ether to spend, you know, on their coffee or on their uh, Moss Burger, I suppose. This industry is ultimately doing what Bitcoin originally promised, which is replacing currency. Because five years from today, we don't think a person will need pounds or dollars anymore. You'll be able to hold exclusively assets that you actually believe in. These could be like green energy platforms, like IoT platforms, AI, whatever you believe in. Uh, and these assets will be as liquid, if not more liquid virtually, than like the dollars. And so why wouldn't you have a bank account which is based in stuff that actually has long-term potential and long-term value? 
and that actually contributes to a world that you want to believe in, right? For the people that are listening, how can they find you if they want to know more about Token Card or get their own Token Card? So for anyone in Europe, you're in luck, except if you're in Switzerland, of course. You are able to literally get in on our alpha right now. So if you go to tokencard.io, you can sign up for the alpha. Um, and yeah, you, you can download our app. It's, it's iOS only right now. It's like super limited <laughs> access, basically. Um, but yeah, we, we've only just launched in the last two months, the public at least. But yeah, this is like our products really is for, for people who believe that this industry has, you know, will actually replace currency. It's for the pioneers who um, want to actually live a life on Ethereum as, uh, as I did <laughs> that many years ago. So right on, yeah, right. if, if that interests people, people are more than welcome to sign up. Thank you. Mel Gellerman, co-founder and CEO of Token Card. Hey man, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, Matthew. Good to speak to you. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.